There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors... Cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. It's another episode of Is Told by Nomads, and today's guest is Matt Getty. Matt Getty is the president of Skinny and Co., which he co-founded in 2013 with his partner Luke Getty, and we are going to be talking a lot about his business. But he's also a president of yeah of his, of his organization. But he manages and leads Peak Digital Consulting, which is a leading digital branding and marketing firm that targets small and medium-sized business growth and strategy through the digital footprint. What I love about Matt Getty is that he's not only a talented and seasoned entrepreneur with over 10 years of experience, but he's also very super focused on changing the world, providing a positive impact, and making sure that people are living the best versions of themselves. So welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, Taya. Thanks a lot. Uh, it's an honor to be on. I've listened to your podcast for a long time and uh, definitely followed you and kind of your motivational stories uh, throughout. And I mean, as I mentioned before, you're one of the entrepreneurs that, you know, when it, when it sucks being an entrepreneur, I look to. And um, your, your positivity and your commitment to your mission and your overall thesis for your life is super encouraging. So it's, it's great to be on and hopefully provide some sort of, some sort of value to, uh, to your listeners. I'm super humbled, man. And thank you so much for saying that. And, and it's, it's listeners like yourself and, and inspiring people like you that keep me going. I think we're all, we're all in this together. And um, um, hopefully, you know, with our efforts, we can definitely make that dent in the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so Matt, you, you, uh, we were talking pre-show and I, I learned <laughs> you've had an interesting uh, journey into, <laughs> into entrepreneurship. Why don't you share your story up until a certain event happened at 16 years old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I, was, uh, when I was in high school, uh, my brother and I started a, uh, basically an online university textbook business. We, uh, we had a source uh, direct from the factory in Thailand, and then we would sell them on eBay and Half.com, just when kind of eBay and Half.com were getting going. Uh, we would sell textbooks for 70 to 80% off. Uh, things are going well. You're in high school. You're making money. We're learning about international business. Uh, things are going great. And then when I was 16, I think it was on a Saturday, I got a knock on the door. Um, and there was a lawyer standing there and basically said, hey, you've been served. 
uh, 200-page document of a lawsuit from one of the major uh, publishing houses. Uh, they were accusing us of, of copyright and pirating, and it was definitely uh, quite a surprise thinking, like, you know, I thought we were doing something, something cool here, something fun. Uh, so, yeah, for basically first business uh, started, actually got sued and shut down. Once they figured out I was 16, uh, they dropped the lawsuit, asked us to close the business, and that was that. Um, they actually went after Costco, too, for the same thing. And actually, the Costco actually won the lawsuit. It actually went to the Supreme Court like 10 years later. So if we would have stayed in it, we would have basically won out, but we would have been broke and, and desolate. <laughs> <laughs> but at least that was that was like it was reassuring that we weren't actually what we we're doing wasn't illegal. It was just uh, it was frowned upon and we were taking away market share. But that was definitely an, an introduction into entrepreneurship and having your own company. And you recognize real fast that even as a small business, you can make a big impact. And to be honest, maybe piss off some of the larger corporations, which I think is one of the core things about disrupting entrepreneurs. Is that's that's our goal is to yeah. give the end customers something better. Uh, and something more that they'll appreciate. Yeah, what's interesting is since then, you've gone on to actually develop uh, IPs, right? <laughs> Intellectual yeah. properties, and which is which is fascinating to me. You've created uh, products and you've learned about more about international sales and marketing strategies. And what I love about your story is that, yes, that was a trying time, but you, you sort of still went down a similar path where you're like, I'm going to learn more about this. Uh, I'm going to figure out the best type of strategies and some other people at that young of an age would not have thought that way. Uh, they might have thought, eh, that's I don't. Th- this means I can't be big. You know, people are going to come after me. I got to be safe." It doesn't look like you played it safe. Yeah, I, I think I attribute that to 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 what we call ourselves as opportunity addicts. Um, I think I think a lot of entrepreneurs would call themselves opportunity addicts. Uh, one of the issues is you sometimes you'll chase too many opportunities, but it's definitely. Uh, I think that was the adrenaline um, of. And being an entrepreneur, you're, you're thriving on that adrenaline. That's what drives you to work 100 hours a week uh, to do things that otherwise are straight up crazy. And when people look at you, you're like, wow, that's extremely risky. You're like, oh, well, you know what? It, it makes sense with your overall, overall thesis and mission. And right. I think uh, when people kind of have an image of where they're going to head, um, you're going to do irrational things. I mean, as human beings, we're very irrational, and you tie that into business. Uh, sometimes you get lucky and are able to make things uh, make things actually happen. Sometimes you don't. You end up bankrupt and broke, but that's mm. I guess that's part of the game. Uh, it definitely is. I'm speaking from, <laughs> definitely speaking from experience there. Um, so, so you touched on it there. Your thesis and uh, um, and mission. What is your overall thesis and mission? So, kind of everything we do, everything I do personally, is tied to uh, changing the world. And I know that's vague, but changing the world within delivering people uh, services, products technologies that'll make them better and primarily focus on health. Uh, I think we're living in a world where as more processed foods and the organic movement, uh, there's still definitely a lot of misnomers about how to live a chemical-free, clean lifestyle, how to avoid chemicals within our diet, within our skincare, uh, within the daily kind of household regimen. And so being somebody that helps deliver products uh, and resources on an international scale is kind of the whole focus and goal. And, uh, cause behind everything we do and so uh, that ties into uh, the first brand I started uh, with my partner Grant Balls of Steel still running uh, he's doing a great job with it and that was a, a, a novelty gift company that gave back to testicular cancer and then most recently with uh, Skinny and Company Coconut Oil where we're delivering a raw alkaline coconut oil directly ourselves from Vietnam uh, vertically integrated and then uh, pushing out chemical free skincare products and healthcare products. And um, it's definitely 
interesting. I think looking back, uh, the naivety of being an entrepreneur is definitely key. I never would have started a vertically integrated company with two people. It was basically my brother processing the coconuts and shipping them to me. <laughs> and you look back and you're like, why, why the heck did we ever decide to do that? Uh, but I think as entrepreneur, you look back, you say hindsight's always twenty twenty, and you look and you're like, wow, I can't believe we made it through that. Um, but as you were just explaining to yourself, I mean, you've been working 18 hours, 18 hours a day, yeah. uh, basically not stop uh, for the past year. And you're looking back, you're like, how did I make it through that? But it's, it's, you're committed to that core and committed to that mission. Right. And I think as we right. talk to entrepreneurs and people who want to do something, it's, it starts with a why. And I think um, why are you doing it? Why do you want to do it? And if you really believe in that why, then you're going to be able to overcome any obstacle um, such as being sued or such as a competitor entering or somebody trying to squash you what you're doing. Uh, but if you have that why, you never really lose hope. And I think that's that's the key to kind of thriving now in this in this global economy. You know, as I listen to you, I, I, you remind me a little bit of, of Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek is somebody I listen to a lot. But he says um, a lot of people know what they do and they know how they do it, but they don't know why they do it, right? And you you – you certainly have that that uh, that element there, but even uh, a gentleman that I just spoke to, uh, Zach Burt, whose episode is coming out soon, he said to me this, and this is probably the most profound thing I've heard this this year: is a lot of us overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in ten years. Hmm. And and I just paused when he said it, and I was like, that is so true. Because you, looking back, you said hindsight's twenty twenty. It's interesting to see. The amount of things we can we can accomplish, and using your experience, you know, you're president of of Skinny and, and, and Co. You serve as president, chairman of the board of that, but you also managing partner at Peak Digital Consulting. Uh, you've gotten an MBA. I mean, you, you do so many cool things, and and they're across several industries. But maybe when you first started, you might not have thought, especially that time when you got sued, you, you might not have thought that any of this was possible. So it's that idea of keep going, and you don't know what's going to happen as long as you stay uh, focused on the mission. Exactly. No, that that's actually a great point, and that's that's genius. I like that. Was yeah, definitely profound within what you can do in, in the ten years. And I think a lot of it um, comes with a lot of people talk about as you start a company is to focus, focus on one thing. Um, and that was something definitely. As I'll say it again, opportunity addict. You're always kind of all over the place, scrambling. But uh, the most successes come when we focused on skinny, and then the rest of the things came, like peak, peak digital consulting and these other areas. Yeah. Is if you really get your focus and you figure out your why. Um, I think you'll be astounded with, with what kind of surrounds you and the halo that develops within being an entrepreneur. Because I think the key of being an entrepreneur is I think, I mean, everything we do, we get bored. We're always looking for something new, driving something forward. As your company matures, um, there's certain things that you, you have to do instead of just being a one-man show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I talk to a lot of people like, oh, well, I don't want to get to this size just because it's going to prohibit me from starting something else. And you're like, well, focus on that, drive that success, and people are always going to be surprised with, kind of the halo opportunities that surround yourself yeah. when you're really focused on your why. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, can you talk to the, to the audience about Skinny & Co? I, I've studied Skinny & Co and I really love the mission, but tell me the story behind that. How did it start and why is it something you're so passionate about? Yeah, so, so Skinny & Co, um, we'll back up real quick to when I was 14. I was actually diagnosed with a, a terminal illness and it was uh, turned out to be actually really heavy metal poisoning from, uh, from mold, which is a really random weird thing, but, uh, almost took me out and it really pushed my family into living a holistic chemical free lifestyle. Um, we, Luke and I started an import export business out of Vietnam, uh, sourcing major goods for a lot of big companies. 
And what we recognize is why a lot of Americans uh, and people around the world are sick and unhealthy is kind of due to the quality of our food. A lot of people take different profit margins, and actually it hurts the end consumer with the quality. And so Skinny came about with, hey, what can we deliver direct to the customer uh, that's going to be 100% pure, chemical-free, no additives, uh, made by us, that'll have a big, profound impact on people. Uh, coconut oil is one of those things. It's kind of a superfood. I call it a, a real snake oil because it actually does so many different things. You can, you can eat it, put it on your skin, uh, put it in your coffee. It's delicious. You can cook with it. But it's one of those things that if people incorporate into their diet and their lifestyle, uh, it'll make a difference. And then there wasn't a lot of high-quality uh, oils on the market. And so it said, well, if we can make it ourselves uh, and deliver it through the process, then we might actually have a, uh, a winning model. And so we can have a highest-quality product with the best customer service. We might be able to actually do something. And so that was kind of the culmination uh, of delivering it. And that's why I'm so passionate about giving people – uh, a chemical-free, holistic lifestyle, because it's amazing what our bodies can do. Our bodies are built in- incredibly well. But if you you feed it good foods, good nutrients, uh, you can really come back from anything in terms of sickness, disease. Uh, but it's where do you get those? How do we know what to trust, what not to trust? And so that's what Skinny & Company tries to do. We try to be that kind of chemical-free lifestyle brand uh, that people can trust. And so even though we're young and we're still small, uh, we're still kind of pushing forward and continuing that focus every single day. No, I mean, I, I love it. And I'm, I'm someone that's that's very health conscious. And a lot of, you know, as I started to get more into that, I, I didn't know where to look for things. Because <laughs> you, I was like, I mean, okay, I know this is health, but what's the good one, right? And what's the bad one? So I think it's great that you're you're doing this just because it's it's fantastic to know that, you know, what you're using comes from a great source and it's definitely going to, you know, make sure that you you contribute towards that healthy lifestyle um, just because of the amount of pollution that we have in this year. So uh, I think it's great. Um, so Kaylin, I was saying, was someone that reached out to us. Kaylin's a mutual friend of ours. And when she described you, you know, she said you're a serial entrepreneur um, and you and your, your your founders have done all your, 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 your I guess, business through bootstrapping and putting the pedal to the metal every day. I want to talk about that aspect because – a lot of people have different models, right? Some go to VC funding, angel funding, but how did it, how did those early days come about, and how did you know that you wanted to bootstrap? So, I mean, apart from kind of the, the business thesis, is as an entrepreneur, I like to own uh, as much of my own business as I possibly can. Hmm. Uh, that obviously, we're fortunate within consumable goods, and with the marketplace we're living in, it's easier uh, to get a brand to market. Um, without a, a major investment, which we probably wasn't uh, 10 or 15 years ago. I mean, if we were starting like a cement factory, obviously you're going to have to go raise outside capital. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. But our whole goal is to, to fail fast and fail as quickly as we possibly can. Um, and if we don't fail, then obviously we have a, a proof of concept uh, without investing a ton of money. And so I always encourage people uh, to bootstrap their initial idea, get a product to market, even if it isn't uh, labeled properly or correctly, try to sell one good. And I think your, your biggest proof of concept is if you can sell your customer to somebody that doesn't know you, uh, it's amazing. I mean, I think when I first sold our first jar of skinny coconut oil, I almost wanted to contact a woman being like, are you sure you want to buy this? Like, <laughs> I, I'm basically sitting here <laughs> in, in, my, in my mother's basement uh, selling you this product. Are you, do you know what you're getting yourself into? But I think that's, that's the concept to, to entrepreneurship is um, it's failing fast. You're able to make mistakes. You're able to uh, adjust things where a lot of times if you're VC funded or you've got angels who are very opinionated in your business – it's going to become something that you don't necessarily enjoy and it's going to become a job instead of a uh, lifestyle and passion. Yeah. And so within bootstrapping, it's definitely tough. I mean, I think with skinny, um, a big aspect of bootstrap is going to larger companies and basically having, asking them for things for free. I mean, I think we got our, our first batch of labels for free. Uh, we sourced our jars for free. We, we made the coconut oil. And so it's a lot of people are willing to help. Uh, entrepreneurs, especially if you're if you're passionate, you're willing to give it a try, just because yeah, you could have that next idea that then you're going to be that guaranteed supplier uh, for somebody. And so bootstrapping is is yeah, I mean you're going to need some sort of capital uplay. And I mean throughout the years we've maxed out credit cards and done things that probably should never have done from a rational standpoint. But I mean I think that's 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 the part of the game. And yeah. so I'm I'm a big proponent of bootstrapping, big proponent of owning your own company, yeah. um, and then looking towards that just because that's why we're in it. Yeah, and especially if you have the why, it's hard to find people, especially people, let's say VCs or people who have other agendas that align with your why. If you can find an angel who loves your why and really cares, and that's what they're passionate about, that would be a dream scenario. But a lot of times, you find people where uh, they care about a lot more about the profits than the why, and you realistically know that the why is going to drive the profits in the end run. Yeah. And so, having that that combination and the willingness. Uh, works. It definitely also, to be honest, sometimes it sucks too because you're like, oh, I wish I had the capital to do this or the capital to do this. Um, and I mean, over the years, we've 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 been fortunate enough to raise debt and to bring on mentors uh, that have helped us through that the process. But initially, starting out, yeah, I mean, it was uh, put this on the credit card. Let's make this happen. Let's try to sell as many jars as possible. And fortunately, I mean, our product's been successful and we've grown uh, over 100 percent every single year. So it's. It's worked out well, and there's definitely going to come that time where you're going to need outside capital to take to the next level. Uh, but my encouragement to everyone I talk to, or especially with Peak Digital Consulting, when people come talk to us and say, hey, I have this idea, I want to start this company, it's how do you get it to market as quickly as possible and as cheaply as possible? Because yeah. you could spend, I mean, you can spend $10,000 getting a market research report uh, and then totally miss it. Because not everybody necessarily knows. I mean, there's data, facts. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's about the consumer and relating to that consumer, I believe, with the why of what you're trying to do. Yeah, no, and, and look, the, Matt and I have never met, and and I was so humbled to the, by the fact that he listened to to my podcast, but his, it was a listener that referred him to me, and then I looked into him, and I was like so blown away by what he's done. So there's a lot of mutual admiration going, but what happens with Matt that I want you all to pick up on is the fact that he's pushed himself the greatness, regardless of what's going on. We're going to talk about his MBA journey soon, but his company, I think you guys just crossed the $2 million revenue mark. 
uh, last year. Is that correct? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and th- that's so. up from 800k the previous year. Yes, exactly. So, and this this is what happens, and you, you that imposter syndrome that you have is something I've had a lot too. Is when someone clicked to buy your stuff, and you're like, I'm in my mom's basement. What you me? You sure? <laughs> you, you know that happens to me all the time. Even like when you were telling me this stuff about my podcasting, listen to me. I was like. I'm, I recorded occasionally in my house. You listen to my show. I felt the same way. But it's 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 the idea of never estimating ourselves and push underestimating ourselves rather, and pushing ourselves to that that element of greatness and adopting that macro micro level mindset of saying, oh, you you might overestimate what you can do in a year, but you're underestimating what you can do in ten years. And that's just speaking to patience. It's understanding mm-hmm. that every great person has failed multiple times and. Staying focused on that goal will do that. So I hope that anyone listening is understanding how Matt nearly died, um, turned out, nearly died, nearly got sued, or actually got sued, and then before it got dropped by a, a multi-billion dollar company. And then we're about to talk about his journey here to the MBA. Now, I have an MBA, but I got my bachelor's. He didn't finish his bachelor's. So, <laughs> and then he, you got an MBA. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I think, I mean, this is one of the... Uh, you know, you talk yourself into something that you don't really know you've talked yourself into and you yeah. can convince enough people. But yeah, I, uh, just finishing on my, uh, my MBA at actually at Purdue university. And, um, I was, I went to undergrad, uh, in New Zealand initially, thought I wanted to be a lawyer, uh, did some further schooling in uh, at Arizona state. And then as I continued to start ventures, um, I mean, it was just one of those things where I didn't have time to do both. And, Unfortunately, uh, school was the one that dropped out. And so as, as things progress forward and, and skinning companies growing, uh, I think I missed out a lot of those kind of financial aspects or mm. uh, venture financing courses that you probably get within your bachelor's uh, that I didn't have. And so I'm looking and saying, okay, well, what can I do next? And um, someone's like, well, why don't you go get your MBA? I'm like, I don't think they, they give people, put people in MBA programs that don't have their bachelor's. Like that doesn't make any sense. But I... Uh, applied to a couple. Uh, I live here in Indianapolis right now uh, from Colorado. And so I actually met with uh, kind of the head of admissions uh, at the management school, had a long meeting with them, kind of talked about it, was able to corral uh, some referrals from some from mentors I have. And by God's good graces, they, uh, they let me in. I, uh, that, That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I, I I tell people and, and they're shocked, and I mean, I, maybe 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 Purdue doesn't even know what they did, so maybe they'll hear <laughs> this and they'll they'll kick me out before before I right before I finish. Who knows? Um, uh, but it was, uh, it was def, definitely a unique opportunity, and I think it was just kind of a, a further confirmation to, to kind of everyone out there that just because it hasn't been done that way before, you can definitely do it uh, if you commit and you try. And yeah. I mean. I'm a talker. I'm probably a naturally sales guy, so I can sell my way into things, and I think that's kind of basically sold my way into into an MBA program. But it's been it's been incredible, and you have your MBA, so you understand the knowledge and the resources yeah. uh, and learning things as well. I mean, I think as an entrepreneur, your company's only going to be as strong as you are, yeah. and so I was missing some of those key foundational aspects, yeah. um, and so that's been been able to get me to that level. To I think now we're able to kind of take the company to the next level as you understand the core business principles. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's why I wanted you to share that because it's there's no, 
you know, Robert Frost says he took the road less traveled and it made made all the difference uh, in the world. And you know, there's no one way to get into a particular point. And I think we increasingly live in a, in a world that's, that's showing that. Whether it's with digital uh, digitalization or globalization, there are many many paths. You just have to be committed and staying true. I just watched this uh, movie, uh, Hidden Figures, and you know, it, it, it talked about the great um, history that we, we've. That we've we've not been taught in school, but with three African American women who were very instrumental in sending the first Americans to space and to the moon. But looking at their stories, it was all this: no one has ever. There's not been a female engineer. There's not been a, a black female engineer at that. Mm-hmm. Or there's not been that. And and you know, pushing through and understanding that you can be that first. Uh, I think that's something you've you've um, you've uh, picked up on, and I think it's really really inspirational. So thank you for sharing that story. No, of course, and I mean, I think I think people always quote Steve Jobs all the time. But his favorite, my favorite quote from him is, "I mean, the world around you has been developed by people no smarter than you." And so that's kind of my got that written on my uh, my bathroom mirror when I wake up, just as, "Hey, you know what? Everything can be changed. Everything that we see and how we operate and how society is supposed to function uh, can definitely be updated and developed and changed." And I think that's the job of of the global entrepreneurs and young entrepreneurs to say, hey, what, what am I looking at? What can be changed? I mean, if you look at things nowadays, I mean, we haven't, I mean, the, we're adding technology to a lot of things, but we're still washing our clothes the same way exactly. uh, they did when they did the Industrial Revolution. I mean, who's going to come out with a new way to wash clothes besides a washing machine? Not I, because that's <laughs> not nearly smart enough for that. But I'm saying there's, there's lots of things out there that can be disrupted and changed outside of just adding technology to something that I think uh, there's so many smart people around the world, and that's kind of the goal um, of yeah, I mean, pushing forward. What is it? IQ spread evenly throughout the world, and it's just kind of different opportunities. Um, so that's yeah. it's just yeah, pr- promoting and just not letting people get you down. You're gonna hear no a thousand times. Uh, I mean, the amount of MBA programs I talked to that laughed at me when I told them I didn't have a bachelor's was uh, was definitely showing. I'm like, okay, well, here let's let's just keep giving it a try. And eventually, you found the one that said, yeah. There's always going to be people who are more successful than you willing to take a chance on you, which I think is also key. Um, and they're always going to be there, uh, and they're going to surprise you probably who they are. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and <laughs> it only takes one, right? It only takes one to say yep. yes, and, 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 and that's it. That's it. I think um, – you know, listen to your story. I think my my story started with the MBA. You said you were doing your business while you were undergrad. I started, started getting – away from the typical MBA journey when I ran, I didn't actually go to any recruiter. Recruiters would come on campus and now be focusing on building this this media company. And it almost felt like I was about to drop out many, many months because I was like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to the class, but then I'm spending the rest of my time on the business. Um, and yeah. my journey started then. Uh, but it's interesting hearing you say that because you know, people would say, "Well, you get an MBA. Why don't you just do that?" But um, I think able to being able to pick the best elements from the MBA, which are the the basic principles of a business structure, but still still being able to pursue your passion is very very important. It doesn't have to be um, a particular journey because you have an MBA and now you have to be in a consultant firm or at Deloitte or Accenture. You know, it's it's different. Um, yeah. What when it's all said and done, Matt? What do you want to be remembered for? So, I mean, I think kind of the impact on the world, the impact on society uh, was, hey, you know what, Mac Eddy, he lived, he lived a life where, yeah, he changed the world. He enabled people to be better. Uh, he encouraged others and was able to 
give people a way to live healthier, be healthier, and be the best them they can be. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I usually wrap up my interviews by asking them, my users, how they use their difference to make a difference. So I have a feeling it's going to be a similar answer. Um, but if you were to say how you currently use your difference, Matt, to make a difference, what would you say is that unique thing that you do? Uh, the unique thing that I do, uh, I think is, I mean, I encourage a lot of people to, to live out uh, their why and their passion and then make sure that aligns to to making people better in a scalable fashion, yeah. and uh, just driving change and driving change. I mean, it's a ripple effect. Everything takes time. Uh, everything takes focus. Um, you always hear people like, "Hey, it took me twelve twelve hundred days to become an overnight success." That is definitely a reality. Mm. And so that's just always the commitment of of using the difference. Using we're close to being death to then being to this point. Uh, it makes you appreciate just kind of how the world we live in. And even though things are rocky and things uh, can be dark at times, uh, there's never a better time than this. And each and every day, I think it's always going to get better uh, and more encouraging just just for myself and hopefully uh, other people feel the same. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. But before, before we wrap up, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, so you can find me um, on my LinkedIn, at Matthew Getty. You can email me. Uh, Getty Matt at yahoo.com. Um, Peak Digital Consulting is kind of like my personal website. So that's peakdigitalconsulting.com. Shoot me an email. Love to connect with people. Uh, love to touch base. Love to share war stories. And if anyone has an idea that they want help on, uh, love helping people build companies. That's one of the passions. And that's kind of what helps drive, I think, the opportunity addict inside me. So yeah, reach out, get in touch. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Well, love it. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on the show. Um... Till next week, ladies and gentlemen, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.